How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on The Fan. It is a final of the game, the series, and the road trip, and the results are good tonight. A Brewers one-hit, three-zip shutout to take the win and the series over the Pittsburgh Pirates. And welcome, everybody. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen. There's Austin, Texas, Sam Schmitz, and uh, we are celebrating a Brewers win and a series victory here. Feels a little bit better, doesn't it? Now you can settle in and say, you know, let's try and assess this first six-pack of games. Let's try and go just exactly what occurred. The first road trip, obviously the first couple of series here, three against the Cubs, three in uh, Pittsburgh against the Pirates, and we could just take a take a little bit of a step back. We're off and running here. We're, we're all appreciative of baseball being back. And, and here we go, that the Brewers uh, even up their season record in the 2020 championship season at three wins and three losses. And with a Cubs loss tonight, if you're keeping track, and maybe more so than in any other season this early through a six-pack of games, you're watching the scoreboard. And, and you're taking a look at what, uh, what the Cubs are doing, taking a look at whoever might be in first place or behind you. The Cubs did fall tonight in Cincinnati. So that means, you know, after, after all of this dust settles here, the Brewers find themselves a game out of first in the National League Central through the first couple of series in the uh, shortened season here. You know, remember, 60 games. That's all, that's all you get here. So it, it, it does magnify uh, each win and each loss, each game, each situation is a, just a little bit bigger, and it will become even bigger, guys, as we move along a little bit deeper into the season. So I just threw it out there on Twitter uh, to, just a couple of minutes ago. And we're going to try and assess this uh, Brewer season thus far through the six games. Is it average? Is it just what you thought or should be better? I'm going with, you know where I'm at in this one. I mean, you know exactly where I'm, I'm going to be on this one. They should be better. They should. They make a, a roster move prior to the game today. If you didn't uh, hear that, Bobby Wall, the right-handed reliever, was uh, sent out to the alternative training site, and uh, in his place will be uh, Jacob Nottingham. The catcher was activated for today's game. So you did have a roster move in there. 414-799-1250. And we will get to Christian Yelich, guys. Because that's starting to be a concern, and it should be for everybody. I'm not going to freak out over it, but some of the numbers, I mean, at, 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 you, you, have to, you have to at least, you know, uh, uh, activate a little bit in a little concern. One for 27 with 12 strikeouts to start the season. Ouch. Now, it's, it's sort of approaching, and I, and I make fun of this, because I know he'll break out of this thing. I know he will. But it, it, I make fun of this a little bit because it's almost Craig Council bad. It's, all, it's almost like a, 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 what did Counts do, uh, 0 for 45 or whatever it was. Well, he's 1 for 27. So he, he's just a series away from, um, you know, approaching that mid-30 to 40 at-bat mark. 
A tough, tough night for Yelly, but a good night for the Milwaukee Brewers. And what a night for Brandon Woodruff. Wow. Six and a third. This this dude had no hit stuff. And those of you following along here throughout the offseason, throughout the uh, hot stove season, uh, and certainly the spring training season, you should be high on, on uh, Brandon Woodruff. Not just defining him as a Brewers ace. I don't believe, I think that's just an understatement. He, of course, and obviously is the Brewers' ace. I believe he is one of the better pitchers in Major League Baseball. If you look at his stuff, watch him pitch. We talked about this, Austin. Did we not talk about this over the Cubs series after his first uh, first outing? We talked about Brandon Woodruff. When you do the eye test on him, it's easy flow. It's so natural. It's, it's so poised. It's confident. Dude's got amazing stuff. High 90s. It was gas in 99 tonight. Just a, a, a changeup that is just absolutely nasty. Yeah, 90 mile an hour changeup. That's crazy. I mean, this, this young dude is going to be one of the better pitchers in the game. He is. And I think we all should admit that. It's cool. It's cool. The Brewers finally have one. And I, and I think some of the Brewer fans are a little down because homegrown talent when it comes to pitching has not had a good track record uh, in Milwaukee. It just hasn't. You know, if, if, if Giovanni Gallardo and, and uh, Ben Sheets was, hey, he was pretty nasty too. But if those two are the ones you can hang your hat on, I, I, so, I guess I sort of understand the trepidation of you not wanting to go all in on Brandon Woodruff. But join the club and join the club early. Those of you, we talked about it, gosh, in, in the uh, preview show a week ago on Thursday. We talked about putting some money down. Where are some good bets here? 40 to 1, Woody started as the Cy Young. His ERA now a buck 59. And he just goes out and throws six and a third of one hit, no run. 10 strikeout baseball. That is just awesome. Just what the doctor ordered in Milwaukee. Let's get to our game recap here. Uh, as we're trying to assess what the Brewer season is thus far through their six-pack of games. And uh, you, you, you have your choices of average, what I thought they'd be, and should be better. And I'm going with should be better. That's where I'm at with this. Also, your reaction on Christian Yelich, and we'll get some numbers for you. Maybe not the first time that Christian Yelich has had a slump in his career. No, maybe shouldn't be in there. It, it's not the first time he's had a slump. We're going to bear out some of those numbers for you a little bit later on. Uh, first inning, Brewers 1-2-3. Uh, that included a Christian Yelich strikeout, 1-for-23 with 10 Ks to that point. And it stays scoreless into the third inning uh, as Woodruff just setting them up and knocking them down. He... he he uh, Woodruff, I'm talking about, struck out five of the, of the first six outs. It was an infield single given up early. That was that's that's all he had. Crew hits the pay window in the third inning. They finally get a lead in one of these six games. Of course, Each always of delivers. The first five games. Ben Gamble. They were trailing. Sends that one way back. Oh my goodness! Gamble launches one out of here. A two-run home run for Gamble, just a no-doubter. I mean, that ball was launched. Yeah, Ben Gamble with a two-run home run in the third inning. And as I was saying, man, it's the first time in six games that the Brewers have taken the lead first. That's a good trend to have. I mean, the numbers are staggering if you're looking at uh, some of the Saber metrics of scoring first in Major League Baseball. It still counts. It, it still is a pretty hard lean toward winning. Uh, but Christian uh, uh, Yelich also had an at-bat later on in that inning, uh, and he had bounced out in that, game, in that inning, now one for 24, I should say, with those strikeouts. Uh, Keston Hira had a base hit. Sogard, who had walked, uh, was thrown out at the plate. Reynolds does it again. And and Ed Cedar, <laughs> I know Ed Cedar under fire here as of late, but two zip into the uh, bottom of the third inning. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, three up, three down for Brandon Woodruff in that bottom of the third. Scoreless for both teams in the fourth inning. Dominating performance by Woody. Seven strikeouts through the first four innings of work. Brewers something cooking in the fifth, all with two outs. Nine-hitter Holt was hit by a pitch. Sogard uh, draws another walk. He's, uh, he's walked seven times through these six games. Uh, two on, two out for Christian Yelich right there. A strikeout to end the threat. Now one for 25 to this point with 11 strikeouts. Two zip to the bottom of the fifth inning. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brewers add to the lead. Woody scoreless in the fifth. How about Keston here uh, in the sixth inning as the Brewers make it three zip? Eric Sogard at the plate. In the air, center field, got some carry. Dyson on the run at the wall, and it is gone. Another home run for Keston Hira in Pittsburgh. His second home run in his many games. Seven in his career now in this ballpark, and the Brewers have a 3 nothing lead. They're using a long ball to get their runs tonight. That one just barely making it over the fence in the center. No, it's only 399 to center. Fastball away, and Keston able to get a good rip at it. Got a little bit too much of the plate here. It stays right on it, knocks it out of the ballpark in center. Didn't get out by much, but doesn't have to. Yeah, Brewer's got a good one in Keston here. You guys know that. 21 home runs in his young career thus far. Eight of those home runs against the Pittsburgh Pirates, seven of which were at PNC. Put it into context, Joey Votto. Heard this, uh, Jeff Levering was talking about this. Joey Votto in his career only has seven home runs at PNC. <laughs> Just, that's a great stat. What are you doing? Some damage in the sixth. Three up, three down, 81 pitches, one hit through the sixth. Uh, innings of work into the seventh. Brewers a leadoff double by Jerko. Pinch hitting uh, for Brock Holt to start that inning. Sogard with a fly ball moves him over to third. Here it is, Christian Yelich. Come on, baby. Less than two outs. Runner at third base. And another strikeout. He's now one for 26 to that point with 12 Ks. Keston strikes out to end the threat. Three zip. Bottom of the seventh. Woody coming back. Woodruff uh, walks the leadoff batter. That's Philip Evans. He has the uh, only scratch infield single against Woodruff, so he walks him. That ends a streak of 17 consecutive men retired by Brandon Woodruff. Uh, He ends up being accountable for Evans right there, but his line ended up six and a third, no runs, one hit, one walk, 10 Ks, 92 pitches, and his uh, ERA now 159. He strikes out Josh Bell. And then his uh, performance was done right there. He's, he gets lifted for David Phelps. How about David Phelps again? A couple of strikeouts, Moran being one of them as uh, they move to the eighth inning by this point. And the Brewers, a couple of runners in the eighth inning, come up empty. Three zip to the bottom half. And this, an interesting call. Josh Hader, uh, through the, the first five-plus games, had only had one appearance, 18 pitches. And I figured he'd go to a a two-inning save here tonight. Didn't happen. Hats off to Craig Council for buying Josh Hader another inning. He bought him an inning. He bought him the off day tomorrow, and he buys another opportunity if the Brewers are in position on Friday for another save situation. Because Devin Williams came in, and he got the job done. One, two, three with a strikeout as they head to the ninth inning. Uh, crew empty right there, including Yelich, a ground out. Now is uh, season stats, one for 27 with 12 strikeouts on the year to start. Bottom of the ninth, Hater coming on, and it's a lockdown Brewers win. Three zip the final, 414-799-1250. We're going to get to uh, Craig Council uh, coming up in just a little while because, I mean, through the first six games, guys, I think, uh, in in a manner of speaking, and I mean no disrespect by this, but I, I do believe they're underachieving. I do. I just there's something they're trying to feel themselves out a little bit. They're trying to just just get a get a chemistry and find out which roles they're going to take this year. 
But now after after this, the first couple of series, first six game road trip of the season, you're three and three, and you look up in the standings. Just one game up are the Chicago Cubs through their six games. So is it really that bad? And in the shortened season, guys, this is something to really focus on. In the shortened season, if you with the expanded playoffs, if you are hovering around five hundred possibly even being a little under, you're going to hit the postseason again. And that's just food for thought here. Three and three, you may say, hey, you know what? It's kissing your sister. It's whatever moniker you want to put on it. But in this season, it's a little bit different. We all know that every single win, every one, we know they're not going to win every game. But every single win is huge, guys, absolutely huge. And they get one done tonight, three-zip, a one-hit combined shutout for the Brewers pitching staff. We'll take a break here, come right back. Again, Craig Council on the way. Christian Yelich, uh, this isn't the only time that he has had a slump, and we will go over that as well. Woody and the Brewers get it done tonight. Six and a third, a one-hit ball for Brandon Woodruff, one of the best in the business, in my opinion. Brewers win three-zip Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on The Fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. Three zip Brewers win to take the series two games to one and even up their season mark at three and three, and I'm loving that. I mean, you guys, they're not playing their best baseball. Clearly not playing their best baseball. Yet staying in there, hanging in there. That's all you can ask. Guys, big big picture view. No, they don't have Moustakis. They don't have Grandal. They don't have Wade Miley on a roll a couple of years ago. They don't have Gio Gonzalez on a roll. Drew Pomerantz is gone. I get it. I understand it. I understand how it looks to a lot of Brewers fans. You have what you have right now. And for these guys not to play well and yet still be, hey, They're right there, guys. They are. It's just bide some time. Continue to chip away. Keep grinding. And uh, couldn't be happier with this win. Could not be happier. Gene Wagner Plumbing, a company you can trust, GeneWagnerPlumbing.com with the Are You Kidding Me moments of the game. Christian Yelich tonight goes 0 for 5 with three strikeouts. And... You know, again, I'm convinced he'll come out of it. So are you, right? You're convinced he'll come out of this thing. It can't hardly get any worse. People hate when I say that. But it can't hardly get any worse for a Christian Yelich at 1 for 27 with 12 strikeouts. Uh, your thoughts on that and also uh, assessing uh, the Brewers' season thus far. Uh, with through this out there on Twitter, through the first six-pack of games here in the 2020 championship season, a 3-3 three and three mark after what you've seen through the first six. How do you assess it? Average? Just what I thought? Or should be better? I'm at the should be better. With, uh, with a handful of hundreds of, uh, of votes cast, uh, where, where are we at real quick, Austin? The people are with you as well, Timmy. We got 50% say should be better, 30% saying average, and 20% yeah. just what they thought. 50%. Yeah, half Brewer fans say they should be better. And they should be. They're doing this without Christian Yelich. Their offense is struggling because, in large part, Christian Yelich has one hit on the year. <laughs> That's crazy to say. It really is. And and I laugh about it because I know it will get better. You know it will get better. But... People forget, and I had to go back, and we had to go back and look at this thing. Um, October of 18, there was a 3-for-20 streak, including 0-for-7 span with five strikeouts in the postseason. That was in the postseason. 
in 2018. A 3 for 20 span. 0 for 7 in the middle of that with 5Ks. I vaguely remember that. And obviously I was doing the shows then. And it's like it, it doesn't jump out at me. I don't remember really talking about that because they were winning. They were winning these games, the postseason games. Uh, so he's, it's, it's happened before. Um, runners in scoring position within that 0, 0 for 7 as well uh, was not good. Uh, there is another little streak that nine, the final nine games of the playoffs in 2018, and it got a little worse. Three for 25. It was a three for 25 to end the postseason in 2018. Three for 25 was seven strikeouts. So it's, it's not like it's uncharted waters for him. Every single player this happens to. But to say that there's not a little mild concern, come on, we're, we're fooling ourselves here. There should be a little mild concern here. It's one for 27. He needs a day off. He needs a day off. This is what he needs. Doesn't he? And I've, I really, honest, honestly, I thought he was going to get the uh, day off yesterday against a lefty. And he gets uh, right back out there against the right-hander, and maybe you could steal a good game. Then he he goes back home, and he's feeling good about himself with the off day tomorrow, and then you're back at it against the Cardinals for the home opener on on Friday. Sam, there's other players that uh, that are struggling out of the gates, aren't there? Yeah, not only some players, but some of the best players in all of baseball. So these are in no particular order. These are all from before tonight's slate of games, just some of the top more famous athletes of all baseball. We got Mike Trout, currently one for 19, one home run, four RBIs, eight strikeouts, eight strikeouts, batting 211. Okay, this is Mike Trout, one of the best players in the game. Right. Ranked right there with Christian Yelich as one of the best players in the game. And I think there's a distraction here. And, and we need to remember, and, and, and I think we forget this sometimes, baseball players, and you hear this cliche a lot, but it's true. They're creatures of habit. They have a routine. They've got a regiment. And when you take that, that pattern, that blueprint or schematic away from them, it does affect certain players certain ways. The fans in the stands. Craig Council warned us about this. Not having fans in the stands is going to have an impact on some players. It just is. They're so used to it. They're so used to the white noise behind them. They're so used to this uh, adrenaline flow, especially at home. And even Brawny alluded to that on the road. It's an adrenaline boost when he gets booed. So there's Mike Trout. What would you say? He was one for 18? One for 19. 19. Okay. All right, what else you got? Let's go with the man who just got paid. Mookie Betts, 5 for 26, no home runs, two RBIs, five strikeouts, batting 192. Granted, he does have a pretty good on-base percentage, though. Yeah, he's, he's drawing his walks, but still 5 for 26 is not that, not that much different than uh, 1 for 27, which is where Yelich is at. Right. And then we also have Chris Bryant. Now, granted, the Cubs are trying him at the leadoff spot again, but he is currently 1 for 20, no home runs, no RBIs, 10 strikeouts, batting 50. Yeah, see? It's just, I, I, I know it's, it's certainly not time to panic, but I think there's a little concern there, and there should be. There should be in L.A. with, the, with Mike Trout. There should be in Chicago with Chris Bryant a little bit. Like, ooh, is this a precursor of what we're going to find in this uh, truncated 60-game season? Maybe. Christian Yelich, the one thing that concerned me coming into the year, guys, is the fact that he warned us through the media, he warned us of saying some players are in a 60-game season, some players will have a bad year. (laughs) I didn't realize he was talking about himself thus far, so far. There's a guy that can get – all these guys can get scorching hot, carry a team. This team is 3-3 and without the offensive weapon – of uh, Christian Yelich. 799-1250. Also, your assessment. Good stuff, Sam. That, that's a good comparison. Um, also, your assessment of the first six-pack of games. You've, 
you've downed a couple of beers just to get that initial buzz going. Baseball is back. Then you hit your third one, and now you're cooking. You're just starting to feel it a little bit after three beers, three games. And uh, then about the middle of the fourth beer, uh, you probably have to break the seal a little bit, and you're, you're really starting to feel it. You might throw a shot down a little bit. And now, now you really buzz getting getting there, and now f- – I'm showing my weakness as a beer drinker, aren't I, Austin? Uh, fi- when you get to the fifth beer, you're like, ooh, yeah, this is this is now feeling good. Now you're, you've got a six-pack in you, and you're ready to roll. Let's go now. Let's go. Now it's an off day, and then we're really on. Get your first off day. You've, you've got your first road trip out of the way, and that's key here. Some of these teams have, have been playing at home, and as you heard Ryan Braun yesterday talk about, traveling is just it, it's kind of creeping people out with the pandemic. It is. Whether it's right or wrong, whether you believe or you don't believe in a hoax or no hoax or whatever you think about this stuff, it is different. It's weird. And again, creatures of habit. 414-799-1250. Mike, you're on the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show. Jim, why do you keep talking about beer? That ain't nice. <laughs> it's not nice. Are you kidding me? I love nice. beer. Uh I dropped out some brownies for Sparky. You want me to drop a thirty pack off? Saturday or <laughs> well, what am I going to say? No. <laughs> you ain't. Are you in the? Are you in the station? Uh most times, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the elephant in the room. Chris Yelich. Now one for thirty, right? One for twenty-seven officially. Okay. Training camp two for twenty-two. Uh, you know hey, what? You I guy that yeah, something like that. Up. Let's keep moving. Yeah. What can, what can you say to him? If we Nothing. knew what to say, we'd be managing a team. You know, back in the day when the Brewers were kind of good, they played the White Sox all the time. Robin Ventura, over thirty-two. They made him the manager. I'm pretty sure. Well, anyway, how many are MVPs for Mike Trout? I think two, right? Oh, he's got two? Well, it's American League. Yeah, you may be right. Here's my advice for uh, Yelich. Give him Friday off, too. Go golfing. Take that trophy girlfriend shopping. Saturday, Cardinals, three for four, two home runs. There you go. If I'm right, and I hope I'm right, I'll be happy. Thanks, Tim. All right, you got it, Mike. Not a bad idea to give him off on Friday. Now I, I might, I, I'm with you on that. I, I, I just think it's it's time to sit back and and just take a little breather. Um, it's it's not like there are some uh, parts of his game that has a little bad body language to it. There there are parts of that, but he knows that he's going to have a slump here and there. You just don't. I think the day off is necessary. I, th- I think that's the first and one thing you can do. I mean, he can't go at this pace. Can he Can he double this pace? Just double it all up. <laughs> Two for 54 with 24 strikeouts? That's an impossibility. It's, it's it's the law of averages. There's no way that would be like that would be like hitting the lottery twice. Think about that. So he's going to be better. You you wonder why the Brewers' offense is looking a little just a little sketchy at times. That's that's the answer right there. Papa Papa two eighty batting average in there for Christian Yelich. See if the Brewers' record is still three and three. I, I seriously doubt it is. They're one win better if he's hitting the baseball. They're one win better than they are right now, and they're in first place. But the way it sits, they're still getting it done without it. Three and three th- through the first couple of series here. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. We will hear from Brandon Woodruff flying under the radar as one of the better pitchers in all of baseball. Dude's nasty, and one of the best in the business, and it's right here in Milwaukee. That dude's right here in Milwaukee. 
We'll hear from him coming up. Craig Council on the way. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen after a Brewers victory, a series victory, as they come on back home after six games to fire up the season. We'll be back on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on The Fan. Brewers win tonight, three-zip the final. They take the game and the series with this victory, and they come on back home to an off day tomorrow, and then a homestand, the home opener. Uh, much, much different home opener on Friday in Milwaukee. It uh, used to be a wild New Year's Eve-type celebration, but uh, pandemic baseball is just not going to allow for that. But uh, nonetheless, it is the home opener. They'll be back at 3-3. Three and three. And the Cardinals in town. Brett Anderson gets the start. Uh, just one more, well, another thing on Christian Yelich. Uh, back in his Marlins days in 2015, he started out the season 9 for 45 with no home runs. Now, again, much younger player. I, I understand that. But 9 for 45 is a 200 average. You're still scattering nine hits. So it's clearly not not as bad, but... Well, that's a good chunk of ABs, 45 and a, and a 200 average, but a one for 27 here thus far. Craig Council's, uh, I would imagine, going to allude to that. This hot off the presses here after the three-zip win, baby shade and blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from Counts. Hey, Craig, uh, what would you like the most out of Brandon's performance tonight? Um, well, I mean, I like I mean, anything, everything. Um you know, he was just, uh, he was brilliant, really, um, you know, overpowering, I think is probably the word probably best describes it. Um, you know, it just, they, he's got, it's got to the point where you just, the hitter has to respect the fastball so much that they, they're, you know, you can just, there's, they're cheating for a pitch and, um, Omar and, and Brandon were really on the same page tonight and they just, you know, they were, they were throwing a different pitch than the hitters looking for. And so you saw a lot of swings, um, you know, but like, you know, they missed by a lot, I guess is the best way to say it. I thought like, you know, Josh Bell, I mean, that was, you know, he, he just, that's a really good hitter and he, and he pitched him really well. Did you uh, have any flashbacks to that CC game, a little swing and bump on the left side of the field. And that was the only thing between you guys and a no hitter tonight. Um, I, I did just like three seconds ago when you said it, um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a very, very similar, uh, very similar scenario, probably I'll, a much tougher play in this scenario. We, we lobbied the scorekeeper and we lobbied the, um, Brewers media relations director, but he didn't help us out. You, you mean to? I know he did it for the CC game. He, he did it again tonight. He he made an effort. No, no, he didn't. Jokingly, jokingly, that was that was legit base hit. Craig, when you get when he, oh, go ahead, Todd. I was just going to ask, uh, you know, another quiet night for the offense, obviously, but you got enough with Gamble's and uh, Hira's home runs. Gamble just keeps swinging a hot bat, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean that's you know that's why we you know we stacked it with lefties tonight, and you're just you're just hoping um, you know somebody catches one. We we had a couple rallies and, and couldn't cash in, um, but but the couple home runs put us on the board. So Benny's, you know he he's kind of earned some playing time. Is kind of how I see it, and um, you know he had a, had a decent road trip, drove a couple balls, and it, the the thing that he's really it feels like he's doing, you know he he drove just drive, pulling the ball in the air. Um, and, and that's obviously going to lead to, um, you know, some damage and, and, and home runs and hit a triple and Wrigley pulling a ball. So it's, that's a good sign for Ben. I think, um, he's a good hitter, but you just throw that little pull the ball in the air and that's, that's damage. Craig, was that, yeah, I was 92 pitches. Was that about the, the edge of where you were going to go with him tonight or did the, did, did the walk sort of prompt that decision? No, I mean, we, you know, in sending him out for the seventh, you know, it, it was just more of a high, we were on high alert, basically. Um, 
be just because of pitch count, because of inning. Um, so it, it, it ended up, you know, probably where I thought, I mean, I, if, 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 if he gets both those hitters out, I, I let him finish the seventh kind of what it was, what I was thinking. Um, but it was, it was the right spot. I mean, I, I think he was clearly tiring in the seventh inning. Um, and that's, and that's, he pushed himself to the next place he hasn't been. And that's kind of what you do in, in this process. Did David Phelps show you more of kind of what we saw on Monday night? Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, David's, um, you know, he comes in and just two tough hitters, um, and, and does a fabulous job with them. So David, David had a great road trip, right? He, he just, he, he got some huge outs for us. Um, and really in, in kind of dominating fashion. That was a big spot for Devin too. How much is he earning your trust? We need, we need guys down there um, that we can count on in those situations. And I think, um, you know, there, there's, there's some good signs from the, I, I thought Corey's again, I, I think, you know, we mentioned this, but Corey's appearance last night was a really good sign. I mean, I thought he was different last night. I know he gave up the base hit, but I thought he was different. His stuff was different. And then we need Devin, and, and so um, these are these are big outings. It's not, you know, a job we relied on for Devin last year, um, but we're gonna we're gonna sprinkle him into these situations this year. We we need to. Um, we need big outs from him, and to deliver three outs in a in a, in a tight game on the road is is really important. Great. What does this trip home mean to you guys at this point? Obviously, with how strange things were to be out there. Now you get to come home. What does that mean to you, to you and your guys? Um, well, I mean, look, you know, honestly, it's this has been a you know a different trip. I mean, with the whole industry got some really bad news on Monday, and and so it it's you know it's been a a heavy trip, right? There's you know there's been some bad news on this trip. Um, so we're, you know, we, 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 I don't want to, you know, we, we got done with, we're done with the trip. We're ready to go back home. Uh, it's a short homestand. The season continues and uh, we'll keep it going. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to find out the turning point of the game on the fan. Brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Check out all the events and track rental info at greatlakesdragaway.com. You got that right, Craig Council. It is a different type of uh, situation this year, that's for sure. Brewers do get the victory tonight. Three zip the final. Brandon Woodruff, David Phelps, Devin Williams, along with Josh Hader, get it done. A combined one hitter. It was, I mean, that close to a no hitter. Second in franchise history. Wouldn't that have been something? Uh, Christian Yelich, uh, question not asked. I'm not getting on the media at all. Well, maybe I am a little bit. <laughs> I mean, so someone should ask. I, I, uh, what, what can you say though? If you're Craig council, if you, if you are Craig council, what, what are you going to say outside of what we've been discussing tonight? And that is, you know, he's going to get a breather on, on, on Friday or maybe on Friday, I would leave it open-ended. But uh, maybe a breather on Friday, and he'll be fine. He'll come out of this thing. The odds of him repeating what just happened in six games are just, they are so astronomical, guys. Just is just not going to happen. So we'll get a better Christian Yelich in the upcoming couple of series than we did in this Chicago and Pittsburgh series. Turning point in this Brewers ball game was in the third inning as the Brewers have trailed to start the game every game through the first five, but not tonight, thanks to Ben Gamble. Of course, always delivers. Ben Gamble sends that one way back. Oh, my goodness. Gamble launches one out of here. A two-run home run for Gamble. Just a no-doubter. I mean, that ball was launched. It was launched, and uh, that gave the Brewers a two-zip lead. Keston would add a solo shot, and the Brewers would go on for the 3 nothing victory. We will hear from Ben Gamble coming up in just a couple of minutes. Stick around for that. Up next, uh, Brandon Woodruff. Uh, we'll hear from him 
I love hearing from Brandon Woodruff. You, you, can just, you can just hear a superstar in the making. Guys, you can. I'm convinced of it. I, I'm telling you. Um, it is, uh, it's going to be something that, uh, that we're going to have one of the better pitchers in the game. And, and that's not an, uh, that's, that's not an out of bounds statement. It, it, uh, an, an absolute possibility for sure. All right, Tim Allen, uh, how did the rest of the national league central go? We'll check in with Sam Schmitz in just a little bit. Brewers, uh, after the victory three and three coming back. Uh, Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Brandon Woodruff next here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game on The Fan. It's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. Yeah, I kind of wonder who the Chevy MVB is going to be in this one. Stick around for that. If you want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. On the eve of the NBA season, firing back up. We get a Brewers team that's 3-3 with a big win tonight. Three-zip the final on the arm of Brandon Woodruff, six and a third of one hit, no run, 10 strikeout baseball. Outstanding performance out of Woody. Here he is after the game. Brandon, how much talk was there about how close you guys just came to a no hitter? Honestly, I did not um, even realize it until Phelps was just saying something about until he did, honestly, until he just mentioned, I didn't even realize it. And then I thought about back to the play where it was the, you know, the grounder and, you know, uh, maybe we can work on it here in a little bit and see if we can get it changed. So I, but I did not realize it. Um, yeah, it was just a, a good night. Just was making some good pitches and tried to take it pitch to pitch tonight and, uh, worked out. What do you, I think they had you down for 20 swings and misses tonight. Um, was that just indicative of how good you felt and how good your stuff was? Um, I've been working really hard. Um, with my slaughter. And I think tonight was the first night that it, it actually showed up the kind of the way I wanted to. Um, I've been fighting really hard to kind of get that pitch going. Um, and also the curveball, I threw it a few times. Um, but I think the, the biggest, the biggest player for me right now has been the changeup. Um, I've just, I've gotten a good spot where I'm able to play it off, you know, the fastballs and, and, um, I think I'm hiding it just a little bit better. So, um, I think I was kind of the biggest player tonight, but I was real pleased with the slaughter and, and how it's kind of come along. Um, it was okay in the first game, but tonight was a lot better. Woody, is that as sharp as your changeup has been for you in any outing? Um, I would say that's, it's, yeah, probably right up there at the top. Um, and Honestly, there's nothing really that I've done different as far as grip-wise. I think I'm just doing a better job of um, of throwing it with the intent of the fastball, and I think it's just playing, playing so much better uh, this year. And I, I noticed it – I really noticed it during su- uh, summer camp and um, and then a couple of IBPs before we started summer camp and how it was really playing up uh, for whatever reason. So, um yeah, I would definitely say tonight was probably one of the better better nights for sure. Brandon, can you tell us a little bit more about that pitch? And um, did someone in particular really help you get that to the next level? With the uh, changeup? The, the changeup, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I've, I guess the first person that comes to mind um, – the kind of videos out there. I'm, I'm always like watching YouTube stuff and just kind of videos like that. But um, at the the one that kind of pops to my mind is I, I watch a lot of Scherzer's and um, Strasburg's changeups, and uh, even even Devin Williams, his changeup is un- unbelievable. So um, and I think a common theme with them, kind of the way, especially Scherzer, the way he mentioned he throws his changeup is with, with his thumb, thinking about throwing his thumb first, and I think. I've kind of been working on that in spring and in summer camp. And I think it's just 
a thing where I just get the fastball arm speed and and just try to throw the thumb down. And I think it's helping me get a little bit better extension through the ball. So um, hopefully I can keep that up and keep being consistent with that. Woody, coming home now, it's going to be weird, obviously, uh, home opener, no fans in the stands. It's, it's, it's got to feel good to come back at least 500 and get back in the familiar surroundings, right? Yeah, I think we're all ready to get back home. Um, and it's, you know, this 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 whole thing has just been different with, with no fans. Uh, I, I don't think we wanted to play a night game and travel and, 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 and come off a loss, so I think you know, we're really fighting hard to, to get a win tonight. And, you know, we're happy to be heading back to um, our home ballpark where um, we're comfortable. So we're looking forward to it. And hopefully we can keep uh, playing some good baseball. Hey, Brandon, you mentioned the slider sort of doing doing what you wanted it to do today. Do you mind kind of explaining, like, what you mean by that from your perspective? Um, I think uh, I've been working on trying to get more direct to home plate with it. Um, I, I've, I've always been a guy that kind of spins off on the slider a little bit. And I think hitters have just kind of picked that up early and, and don't swing at it. Um, I think I'm just being a little bit more direct towards home plate with a fastball mindset. And it's, it's just honestly, it's all just the way you turn your wrist. So um, I think I'm just doing a better job of having the fastball mindset and going, you know, in a direct, more direct path towards home. And I think it's uh, starting to, to pay off a little bit. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on The Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power on the web at liuna113.org. There was Brandon Woodruff after a nice performance here in a Brewers 3-zip victory. Let's check out some of the numbers here as uh, the Brewers even up their mark in the season 3-3. Eric Sogard just keeps getting on base. He's 0-3, but a couple of walks. Uh, Christian Yelich 0-5, three strikeouts. He's now uh, batting .037. Keston here, a two for four, one RBI, one run scored. Had a home run. Logan Morrison, 0 for three. Justin Smoke, 0 for four with three Ks. Omar Narvaez, 0 for three with a walk. Avisail Garcia, one for two with a walk. Uh, two walks, that is, and a run scored. Ben Gamble, one for four, two RBIs on the two run shot, scoring the run, obviously. Uh, a couple of strikeouts for Ben Gamble as well. Brock Holt, 0 for 1 and a hit by pitch. Off the bench, Ryan Braun, 1 for 1. Jed Jerko, 1 for 2. There's the offense. Pitching lines tonight. Woody, outstanding. Six and a third, no runs, one hit, one walk, and 10 strikeouts, 92 pitches. ERA now at 159. David Phelps, two thirds of an inning clean with a couple of strikeouts. Devin Williams, Big-time performance, no runs, no hits, and had a strikeout as well. Josh Hader uh, entered the ball game in the ninth inning. One inning, one strikeout, no runs, no hits given up. Brewers get three runs on six hits, no errors. Uh, No runs for the Pirates on just that one hit with one error. The win goes to Brandon Woodruff. He is 1-1, lost to Musgrove. He is 0-2, and And, uh, Josh Hader Uh, did come up with his first save of the 2020 championship season. Uh, Let's let's go with the the guy that gave the Brewers the lead here, and it was the third inning, hits a two-run home run. He's been the best Brewers hitter through spring camp, summer camp, and now early on this hitter uh, or this season. Is he the best hitter? One of the better hitters. Um, but he has he has looked different this year, Ben Gamble. Changed his stance a little bit. Here's Big Ben after the game. Ben, what do you think watching uh, Woody sort of uh, breeze through so many of those innings tonight? Um, yeah, it was awesome. I had a perfect view for it. Um, you know, he's just absolutely mowing people down tonight. You know, it was pretty uncompetitive, I felt like. Yeah, he definitely had his stuff today. Hey, Ben, uh, Craig was just mentioning to us that you're obviously proving that you have to get into the lineup a little bit more, earning some more playing time. That has to be some uh, vindication for you after all the work that you're putting in or that you have put in. Yeah, no doubt. You know, 
And, you know, coming into this year, I was just, you know, ready to help this team any way I can. I, you know, I keep saying that, you know, it's pretty cliche, but, you know, whether it's off the bench or if I'm in the lineup, you know, whatever. Is that it? Then do you kind of feel like a, a 500 road trip as you guys are getting going and all the circumstances and traveling for the first time, you feel pretty good about that going home? Yeah, you know, obviously the one last night kind of stung a little bit. You know, I, I felt like we kind of handed that game to him. But, yeah, you know, I feel like we've been playing pretty good ball right now. Obviously, room for improvement. But, you know, to come out where we're three and two in this road trip, you know, it's we're doing something right. Three and three. Oh, it would be better for a three and two. <laughs> ben, for you to get these kinds of results on the first trip, I mean, Craig said, you know, the way that you're swinging the bat, you, you just continue to earn more playing time. I mean, is this as good of a start as you could have hoped just for your training camp to carry over into games now? For sure, for sure. You know, getting the first one out of the way, um, you know, is nice. You know, you're not stressing about it. But, yeah, you know, like I said, I'm just, just happy to be in there, happy to help the team win games. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on The Fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, spark of the game with current electric. Yeah, you just heard from him, Ben Gamble right there. Uh, he uh, had the two-run home run in the third inning, significant because it gave the Brewers a lead in a ball game this year to start. And they've been trailing in all five of the games prior to tonight. That sparked a Brewers victory as uh, Ben Gamble hits a uh, two-run shot in that third inning. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. We'll be back uh, around the NL Central. They had a little bit of a wild one, Cincinnati and Chicago. What did the Cardinals do? We know what the Pittsburgh Pirates did. They lost to the Brewers tonight. Stick around. Still a lot to get to. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show after a Brewers three-zip win. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's find out who today's Chevy MVB of the game is on the fan. Find what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. As big as that uh, Ben Gamble two-run shot in the third was in a three-zip lead, uh, Chevy MVB has to go to Brandon Woodruff, a legit ace in Major League Baseball, not just the Brewers' ace. He was outstanding tonight, six and a third of ten strikeout baseball, one hit, one walk in a 92-pitch performance, a buck 59 ERA with a one-and-one mark early on here in the 2020 championship season, Brandon Woodruff. Your Chevy MVB, 799-1250. We'll get to the scoreboard here in just a couple of minutes. Stick around for that. But, Court, you know what? I I have to apologize to you. The first time you called this season in the championship season, I neglected to play your song. Dude, I I completely apologize for that. So uh, allow uh, allow me to play it for you on your second call of the season. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Dim boys. <laughs> Dim boys, baby. Dim boys. Hey, they're going to go to the postseason this year, right? We're 500 right now, right? That's right, right in the mix. Right, and if you 30 and 30 at the end of the year, we getting in, ain't we? That's right. Oh, they'll get in. Yes. I'm I'm good then. I'm good. Third time in France. Third third consecutive year into the postseason this year would be a franchise record. Absolutely. And look, we ain't gonna never be happier than with five hundred than we ever have been in our life. Look, we good at five hundred. We are great at five hundred. In a season like this, yes. In any season, we great to get in at least five hundred with Craig Council. <laughs> Has he been below 500 since he's been the Brewers skipper? I, I think I think the one year and then the the, the other year was uh, was when he took over. 
Okay. So he, I mean, he's been he he court. He's he's the longest tenured NL manager in baseball right now. His his last three. Th- think of it this way, it, and this spans into the 2020 season. All of 2017, 2018, 2019, and here in 2020, there's only been one game in those three plus seasons that has meant nothing to this organization. Every other game was a pennant race baseball game. The only one that didn't count was the final game of the 2017 season. That's remarkable. That's quite the stretch. It's awesome. quite the stretch for, for them boys. Ain't them boys for nothing. <laughs> yeah, turn it up on his way out. But I tell we you them what, boys. them boys forever and always, baby. <laughs> there you go. See you later, Court. Man, oh man! Not many people have their own theme song over the years on this on this show. Well, that's one of them right there. Good dude. All right, we'll take a break. Come back and and we'll find out where the Brewers rank in the Central. Get the latest on what happened with the Dodgers and Astros matchup. Was there another little dust up? There was a suspension, eight games. Dave Roberts, the manager, suspended for one game. He accepted that. And sat out today's game. Joe Kelly is, uh, well, he has a problem with the eight-gamer. He's appealing that. So we'll make heads or tails out of baseball around the central and around the league. That's next here, Baby Shade and Blind postgame show after a Brewers three-zip win. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on the fan. Yeah, after the Brewers take care of the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates 3-zip, we'd like to tend uh, to gravitate toward the NL Central. We'll bring in Sam Schmitz, producer behind the glass over there. Sammy, um, obviously in the Central, Brewers uh, take care of the uh, Pirates. They take the series with the 3-zip win. Woody on fire tonight. But uh, the other news, uh, Dodgers and Astros last night, uh, they went at it a little bit. Interesting, it it is in terms of, you know, the retaliation part of it with the, uh, against the Houston Astros and, and then the penalty of eight games for the reliever Kelly to be suspended. He's appealing that uh, Dave Roberts, manager of LA got uh, the one game and he accepted that and is taking tonight off. But, I find that interesting, Sam, around the the league here, that it was an eight-gamer for Kelly. Right. I mean, it, just, it definitely just seems like Manfred really wants to set the tone if anybody else wants to be thrown at the Astros this season. I, I, I think you're right, and I, and I think he had to lay the hammer down. I would imagine through appeal it'll probably get down to probably at least half of that, I right. would think throughout the appeal but if it doesn't go down if it's just the eight game and nope sorry dude that is a big time message don't mess with the uh, Houston Astros that's wow what else happened in the NL Central tonight man another crazy one in Cincinnati between the Cubs and Reds this has been a high scoring series the final score tonight 12 to 7 Cincinnati gets the victory Kyle Hendricks is mortal Tim he gets charged with tonight's loss after allowing six earned runs (laughs) through four and a third of an inning oh man isn't that crazy four to third six earnies and he throws uh, damn near no-hitter stuff on opening day. Wow. Trying not to add salt to the wound, but Mike Moustakis was back in the lineup for the Reds, and he had a two-run home run off of Hendricks. Nick Castellanos also had a grand slam for the Reds once Chicago went to the bullpen. And Sonny Gray had another electric outing for Cincinnati. He racked up 11 strikeouts and allowed no earned runs through six and two-thirds of an innings. The Cubs and Reds will conclude that four-game series tomorrow night. Hugh Darvish will match up against Luis Castillo. In Minnesota, the Twins sweep the St. Louis Cardinals after their two-game mm. series. Final score tonight, 3 to nothing Twins. Eddie Rosario had a solo shot for Minnesota. Also, Rich Hill gets the win after five scoreless innings. Daniel Ponce de Leon is charged with the loss for St. Louis. The Cardinals' offense only recording three hits total tonight. And otherwise, not much else happening around the league as of now other than Nationals outfielder Juan Soto has been cleared to play after previously testing for COVID-19. Yeah, that's good. And I will just say this because I love uh, good news on the radio. And good news is that, uh, yeah, given the uh, Marlins' uh, uh, little flare up there, uh, 16, up to 16 players, coaches, and staff members. However, 
On the other side, there's 29 other teams, baseball fans, 6,400 tests done in Major League Baseball with the 29 other teams since Friday, and not one positive test. That is just a great number that needs to be out there a little bit more. Got to do my part here to give some good news and be on the optimistic side. Sam, interesting, the Cardinals, we had uh, uh, Chris Ranji on from uh, St. Louis on our preview show a week ago. And uh, he was not super high on, on the St. Louis Cardinals. And so, you, you know, your, your update there with Minnesota taking care of the Cardinals, maybe they might not be that good this year. It's possible. Maybe. I mean, Goldschmidt's off to a good start. But, yeah, I mean, the loss of Ozuna, I don't know how, how they're really going to replace that offensive production. Interesting. All right, Sam, good job. Thanks thanks for the help. And uh, Austin, te- uh, Texas, nice job tonight. Three zip the final once again. Brewers off tomorrow. And after the last pitch, you make the switch on Friday after the home opener. Brewers coming back to Milwaukee to take on those St. Louis Cardinals in a three-game weekend set. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show meets the Wendy's Big Show. Should be some fun times on Friday. We'll get on the air about 4 o'clock after hopefully a Brewers victory. My name is Tim Allen. Once again, 3-Zip Brewers win. And remember, smile Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.